I'm Derek. And I'm Melissa. And you're listening to season three. Season three. Of Seven Minutes on Earth. Well, Melissa, in this episode, I'd like for us to get into the time machine. The time machine. <laughs> and, uh, and I want us to go back to before you and I were married. Okay. Now you and I were married relatively quickly from when we first met. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, it was like six months, seven months. Six months. Um, but a couple months in, uh, you had all, you were already slated to go into the army, mm -hmm. and yeah. so something not a lot of people know about you is you made it all the way through basic, through basic training. training. Yeah, yeah. No, I had signed up to go. I didn't really know what I wanted to do with myself after high school, and I didn't really feel called um, to further education at that point. And my brother Chris was actually talking with the recruiter, and I was like, "Hmm, well, I'd be happy to listen to what he has to say." And uh, long story short, I ended up signing up uh, to go in on sort of a delayed entry thing. So I signed the paperwork, and I would go into the military four months later. Then two months later, you and I met. Oh, okay. And then we dated for two months. Mm -hmm. I remember driving you to Oakland, California, mm -hmm. to the processing center where you would leave. Yep. And it wasn't a nice part of Oakland. No, it was no. a pretty sketchy. Very part sketchy. It was like, do not leave this building. <laughs> and I remember having to drop you off at the hotel mm -hmm. where you would spend the night, and then early the next morning you would process and and fly out. Yeah, yeah. And this is in the days before cell phones. There were no cell phones. There was only pay phones. There was and... no internet tracking of flights or anything no, like that. No, no. And you legitimately had no idea where you would wind up doing basic training. Right, right. So, and you didn't know. Well, let me ask you, did you know when you got in the plane where you'd go for basic training? I think once we were on the plane, I'm trying to think back, but I think once we were on the plane, we knew um, where we were headed, but uh, I'd, I'd never been to the East Coast. It wound up eventually being um, Fort Jackson in South Carolina. Columbia, South Carolina. Mm -hmm. and um, Home of Hootie and the Blowfish. Right, right. Hold my hand. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it was it was a few hour long flight uh, to get there from the West Coast to the East Coast, and uh, it was direct. But you, they, but when you got on the flight, you had uh -huh. no idea where you were going. No, no. And it, was, it wasn't like you can call and text somebody and say, "Hey, I'm going to be in Colombia." Right. You could have been anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And eventually, I think I discovered that you were in Colombia because you wrote me a letter and said, "Hey, listen, mm -hmm. here's where I've landed." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Started sending you letters, Every missing day. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember um, in the evenings when we were told when we were told it's lights out, we'd get out our flashlights, everyone, and they'd start writing letters to. Do you know? I'm pretty sure I had these letters around here somewhere. I know I have some letters. I have your letters that you responded with. I had your I letters for them. a while. I had them in a Footlocker. Oh, did you toss them? Uh, probably along with the boot <laughs> on the wall that got tossed along with it. That's uh, a whole other episode. Okay. Um, so let me ask you a question because you're kind of. Not a lot of people know this about you, but you're kind of a hoss. Mm. Like you're kind of, you're a person. And this isn't just true in the military. You're just someone who can get pretty matter of fact and you can push your way through some pretty big physical kind of obstacles and you put your mind to it and you just push through and you, you're very practical about it. You don't romanticize it, but mm. you also manage to really push through it. Well, thank you. Um, and my dad was in the military. My dad's mm -hmm. brothers were in the military. My brother-in-law was a career yeah. military person. Yeah. Um, high value of military in our family. Our youngest son is uh, in the yeah. military. Um, and I know you and dad used to connect quite a bit on military stuff. Mm -hmm. um, what, as you think back, you know, and what was, first of all, what was your favorite part of basic training? Oh, um, Gosh, you know, it's really hard to say because they moved you through so many um, different uh, areas. You know, you would have uh, like rifle training. You would 
You, know, you threw a live grenade. Threw a live grenade. Yeah. Um, we did one night, we did this thing where we're like, <laughs> there were all these flares going off and there was artillery fire and you were supposed to crawl underneath barbed wire and all this other kind of stuff. And it was very, um, in some ways it was a little chaotic, which I think they were trying to make it seem like it was, you don't know what's going to happen because it could be a wartime condition. But in other ways, just like the planning point, you know, we're like, are we going to be doing that today? No, it's going to be postponed till tomorrow. Okay. You know, I mean, just a lot of hurry up and wait. It, it was a lot of that. But you they know? started yelling at you immediately. Like what, when you say immediately, what does that mean? Like, um, when we were still on the West Coast in Oakland, uh, people were a lot more kind. They're trying to- you Get know, you on the plane. They just wanted to get you on the plane. But as soon as you landed, um, where you're going to do your basic training, oh, it was a lot of yelling right away. And Good I, on. on the one hand, I kind of understand that because I think it was, you know, you get all these strange people together from different backgrounds and um, cultures and stuff like that. And you have to make yourself be heard, right? It's like herding cats. We're going to yeah. go over here now. We're going to go over there now. And different dispositions. And For some, sure. they have to establish authority early on. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know right away who you're supposed to be listening to. And so do they call you Lopez or Private Lopez? Or what do they call you? Just Lopez. Lopez. Mm -hmm. And um, so you go through it. Your favorite part is something. We're not mm -hmm. yet sure. I was trying to buy you some time so you could think oh, of it. Oh, well, thank you. Well, no, um, you know, there's a lot of things that we did. And I think one of the neat things was kind of a neat accomplishment was um, rappelling down a 50-foot wall. Oh, yeah. That was kind of cool. Um, another thing. Uh, and isn't there like a big obstacle course like to graduate that you well, have to go through? I think that's more specialized training. There okay. was, I mean, there was a lot of running and there was jumping over stuff, but we never like had to go hup, and try to yeah. climb over a wall type of but stuff. But you made it through your end basic training PT test that says yep. you did yep. it all. Yeah. And you passed. And I passed. Yeah. Um, as you look back and you think about kind of what it took to get mm -hmm. through that. You know, you and I had just met, so mm -hmm. you had a boy back at home. Yeah. Um, we were writing kind of letters. Mm -hmm. I remember visiting you mm -hmm. at Fort Jackson and that was kind of a little Hollywood moment. Maybe that's yeah. for another uh, podcast, but uh, the, as you think about like what helped you really persevere and get through it, because not everybody's going to be in basic, but many right. people are going through something pretty tough and pretty daily. It's like a daily grind. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it feels yeah. maybe a little bit like a basic uh, mm -hmm. kind of experience where it just feels there's a lot of antagonism yeah. coming your way. And yeah. you're asking, why did I sign myself up for this? Yeah. Well, I would say, um, you know, just remember that uh, not to wallow in the moment. You know, you're like, this is really hard. Or I don't want to do this. And don't wallow in it. Just start to look ahead, knowing that it's got a finite um, end date. It's, mm. it's just a season. That sounds almost biblical. Uh, it is very biblical. The second thing that really got me through was, um, don't forget, I was a new believer. And so, um, you like know, brand new believer, brand new believer. So I had my Bible with me that you could carry that with you, um, in your pockets and stuff like that. And I had a devotional. And so whenever there was these moments where it was hurry up and wait, I just kind of pulled that out and I start scrolling through that just to kind of get a little bit of comfort there and maybe some wisdom. What so an amazing really sense helpful. of God's timing mm -hmm. for that season in your life. Yeah. Yeah. 